Welcome back to The Balancing Act with Dr. Andrew Tempty, President and Global Head of Corporate Learning at Kaplan, also author of The Balancing Act, the name of the book, the name of the podcast we've been discussing throughout this first season, Ego and The Balancing Act against other potentially uh, negative connotations of words, but we've also been redefining a lot, Andy, uh, throughout this journey, I'll say, uh, in trying to understand ourselves and understand management styles and, and how it fits into uh, the corporate lifestyle. And I think today you want to sort of redefine lifelong learning, right? Or at least define it for everyone here, what it is, what it's not, how we balance between ego and lifelong learning. If you could, uh, what what's that premise to you? What is lifelong learning and how does it snap into what we've built up to here in episode eight? Yeah, so there, there are a number of, um, I wouldn't call them academic studies necessarily, but surveys that have been done uh, over the last 15 years or so about, uh, you know, uh, about the number of lifelong learners that are in our, in our society and, and those that would check the box that, yes, I am a lifelong learner. Uh, those surveys indicate that many, many of us identify as lifelong learners, but then we have this curiosity, which is we have a gigantic skill gap in our economy. So if everybody's a lifelong learner, or if the vast majority of the population identifies as a lifelong learner, how do we still have, a, how do we have a large skill gap in, 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 our, in our economies? So to kind of unpack that, uh, that, that conflict uh, be between those two things, I think we need to redefine the lifelong curious versus uh, versus lifelong learning, and uh, and and more attach lifelong learning to the concepts of upskilling and reskilling uh, that's necessary to do more in one's existing job or role. That's the definition of upskilling versus needing to add new skills to my portfolio to take on a completely different job or a substantially different role. And that is the concept of re of, of reskilling. Right. So the, so I, I think we need to redefine lifelong learning and say that the folks who have identified as lifelong learners who read the wall street journal every day or pick up a book once a month and explore a particular topic uh, but are more surface scratchers. And I don't mean that in a derogatory fashion right. at all. I am a surface scratcher. I like to learn a lot of different things about uh, 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 a lot of different things about a lot of different things. Yep. Uh, you know, I'm just, I'm just curious, but that doesn't lead to the constructive uncomfortability that's necessary to really deeply learn uh, a, a new skill that I can apply on, uh, uh, on, on, on the job. The idea we've talked about failure a couple of different times here and, and how that is almost, I would say necessary for learning. And it makes a, a lot of sense how you're discussing here. If, if I'm a, a surface scratcher as well, from your description, um, you don't fail when you're scratching the surface, right? You don't, you don't have that, you know, ability to really dive in, to fail in learning something, to then dive back in again and, and drive. Um, how would you, and going slightly 
on a tangent here, but understanding that as our first premise, how would you describe current learning on something like a, a YouTube where it very much promotes surface scratching? Like I can watch, I'm going to watch someone change in, uh, their oil right in their car and I'm going to do it too, but I'm not actually learning that skill. I'm mimicking somebody. So is that surface scratching to you as well? How uh, you can go there and just sort of get what you need and then move on? Yeah, Dan, that is, uh, that, that is, I think that is one of the uh, main uh, learning topics that, that we need to address as, as, a, as a society and as an economy is this concept that do I, do I really need to know right. how to do something or can I just watch somebody else uh, who's mastered this, uh, this thing, changing the oil uh, in one's car um, uh, and, and, and then go, and then go, and then go mimic that. When you do that, here's, here's the, the, the mental trigger that I use. I'm, since I only change the oil in my car every six months or even with new oils, maybe once a year, I'm going to have to rewatch that, uh, YouTube video probably every time Absolutely. I do it. It is, it's not, there's, there's not a lot of sinking in that, uh, that occurs. Where the, where the learning really happens is when I become purposefully uncomfortable and, and, and being purposely uncomfortable means, means I'm allowed, I fall down periodically and I have to pick myself up. Uh, you know, watching that YouTube video, I, I don't like lose the plug <laughs> in, uh, you know, in, in, the pan, yep. in the pan of oil and throw it away, uh, throw it away with the oil and then dump the oil in the top and it all drains exactly. out onto the garage floor. <laughs> well, it's, it's amazing. And the reason that it just stuck, stuck in my brain is uh, I make pancakes fairly regularly, right? But every time I have to look up the recipe, every time. So it's because I haven't learned it. I haven't, it hasn't been committed to memory. It hasn't been. So I constantly am looking it up and I still manage to burn the first one each time, but that, that that's a different uh, premise altogether. Uh, but I do think that's a, a really important part of lifelong learning is wanting to actually master something rather than just get by, just get by and do that thing you need to do. And that is going to be part of our lives. Hey, I need to mow my lawn. Okay, I'm just going to go mow my lawn. Whatever it like, those stop gaps. But from a management, from a corporate perspective, this lifelong learning premise, this idea that I need to be constantly trying to better and learn and grow, how does that all tie together to the things we've talked about around ego, the thing we've talked about resilience, and how how do you how do you tie the bow here and and make it so important for leaders to understand how important not just being curious is, but actually learning is moving forward. Yeah, so let, let's go back. I wanna go back to your comment about the YouTube, you know, letting yep. oh, sure. somebody at YouTube has already figured it out. Um, so if I do that thing once or once a year, you know, I'm not going to commit it to memory, and and right. I and and we all love YouTube because you can change your oil yourself and uh, and and say and save a little money uh, at, in a low risk fashion. Uh, but if now all of a sudden I want to really take care of my car, right? Now the whole the whole kind of mechanical organism, which which is my car, and I look at a number of YouTube videos over time, 
and I start to experiment yep. myself with my own vehicle, the knowledge that I've gained by my, by my surface scratching, over time, I'm building skill because I'm doing that experimentation. And maybe I tried something and my bumper fell off uh, while I was going down the road. Uh, you know, I, I screwed up and I'm going to learn from that, uh, fr from that failure. So, you know, you, YouTube, can, YouTube can take us to a place of, of, of learning. Absolutely. But it's that yep. over time and the experiential nature and the experimentation that leads to failure that we then pick ourselves up and dust ourselves off. Now, back to your, the, your, your question about all the things that we've been talking about, resilience and vulnerability, uh, self-awareness, uh, et cetera, et cetera, self-regulation, um, you know, to, to be a lifelong learner, I have to uh, I, I have to recognize that I don't know it all and that I want to acquire, uh, I want to acquire more knowledge uh, that this, that I, I don't have a fixed mindset that, uh, that the learning was, was, is never done in my life. And I've got to continue uh, to get better to remain uh, relevant in, uh, in, in, uh, to remain relevant in, in the world of work. It's uh, an amazing thing. We haven't really dove into much here, but you were talking about reskilling before. Uh, the idea of multiple careers in your lifetime, right? The idea that you're not graduating college, going to work for a finance firm for 40 years, and then retiring. It's not really the way the world's working right now. And so we're seeing this idea of reskilling and maybe even corporate learning, right? Uh, you know, Dan Strafford, you need to learn this to continue in your, your career path. Lifelong learning is a parallel to you there? Is it a hand in hand with the reskilling revolution that the World Economic Forum has talked about? Or is it synonymous? Like, are they parallel paths that can happen at the same time? Or do you think that they are in fact uh, synonymous in how people need to move forward? So I believe that life, a lifelong learning mindset, and, and, and that's a very important phrase to me, the, 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 the having a lifelong learning mindset is this concept that the learning is never done for me. I'm going to make myself sufficiently vulnerable to, uh, to open myself up that there are different possibilities uh, other than the one that, uh, that my fixed mindset might, uh, might take me down. I believe that the lifelong learning mindset is a necessary condition to effective upskilling and reskilling for multiple jobs, multiple careers in, 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 one, in one's life. Um, and we don't, as a society, necessarily have that. Right. Now, many listeners to this podcast are gonna, will, will argue, vehemently argue with me that, well, in my community or in my family, we've all got this, you know, we're lifelong learners and and we have growth mindset and et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, let's open our mind to the entirety of our population and having all humans uh, be relevant in, in the future world of work where there aren't uh, significant groups of, of, of people, especially the economically, uh, uh, 
disadvantaged uh, uh, among among us that that don't have access to opportunity uh, that uh, that that others might have. So, um, you know, the this this life in many cases this concept of of learning. Oh, Jimmy, just get through high school and then that's yep. the that's the end of it. Gah, no, that that's what I'm talking about is uh, is how we have to, as a society, support uh, all individuals in the construct of lifelong learning so that we can ensure that human beings are relevant in the in in the in the future world of work. Uh, you you started touching on uh, the next question there for me is how do we, as managers, how do we, as in the corporate space, and I've made the the connection to parenting as well um, in this, how do we encourage or even push, to use a slightly more aggressive term, lifelong learning? How do we make that uh, a premise and a, uh, a foundational piece of growth in the workplace, growth individually, parenting skills, teachers in elementary and, and, and high school? What What's your... Uh, I'll use the word plea. What's your 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 beg here of those people, and how do you implement that process? Yeah, so not to over promote the book. Oh, that, that's that. part of what we're here for. So let's please do that. <laughs> but but the tagline of on the front cover is there for a reason, and it directly directly connects to what we're going to talk about now and the importance of lifelong learning. And that tagline is teach coach, mentor, and inspire. Now, inspiring somebody every day uh, is, is rare. That, that is something you can't plan for. Uh, it is more organic. Uh, right. We might inspire a few people in this podcast today and others are just going to listen uh, curiously and go, oh, that was fun. Those guys are uh, two, two interesting folks. Uh, but, you know, but the first three words, teach, coach, and mentor, those are things that adults, uh, the, the, the adults in the room have to do more of, especially around this concept of, uh, of lifelong learning and the accountability that we all have to ensure that our young are, 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 are growing up with this, uh, with this lifelong learning mindset. Uh, I've got, I've got, now, this is only in a footnote uh, in, in the book, but it's a, uh, it's a real tick of mine. You know those t-shirts um, that you see folks wear? It says, uh, I can't adult today. Yes. You, you, ever, you ever seen yes. one of those? I hope you don't own one. I do not. I okay. do not. I don't own one either. And I, and I think that entire construct needs to just be, be, be tossed out. I know they make for a cute and fun fun T-shirt, but imagine what what the what a what a twelve-year-old that you're trying to teach, coach, mentor, and inspire thinks when their mentor or their coach is wearing a T-shirt that says, "I can't adult today." Come on, yeah, <laughs> you know we we got to do a little growing up as a society. And, and this is, you know, the, this concept of, of, of establishing lifelong learning mindsets and reinforcing them for people so that when our, when our youth get into the world of work, they want more 
Right. And they're eager to learn more and adopt more instead of, oh man, we're going to, we're going to get learned today. And, and I got to do this. I I got, I, I got to go back to school. Oh, this is just drudgery. I don't want to do this. That we, we've, we've got to, we've got to change that. We got to turn it into a benefit uh, that, that, that is something that you want to pursue versus something that is drudgery and you've been convinced that you have to, but at some point it'll just be over. I love that you use the word benefit. Obviously getting a job, part of it is the benefits package that you get with that job and uh, a company that has a culture of lifelong learning, of uh, applying yourself beyond that sort of nine to five. And I don't mean working extra hours. I mean, simply that it's not just about the, the function you have. It's about growing in your role and, and growing in your company um, and really embracing people growing and potentially leaving, right? Potentially you know, moving on from your company is so important because that means they are doing good work, they're learning, and then they're moving on. That That's that's a good sign. It's not necessarily trying to hold on to everyone that works for you. But anyway, we've covered a lot uh, in the past uh, eight episodes. Uh, we've touched on lifelong learning here. Next time out, it's going to be continuous improvement, which builds upon lifelong learning, of course, and all of the other things we've talked about. We've been talking at length about ego and how ego compares and is so key in all of these things. I want to ask you this one last question on this podcast about ego versus lifelong learning specifically. We've talked about the the good ego, right? The the idea of the balance between how how does ego play specifically for you uh, with lifelong learning and is there anything as a, I'll say parting shot, that sounds negative, but parting piece of wisdom here uh, that you'd want people to take away from this episode about the, the balancing act with ego and lifelong learning. Yeah. I, you know, exploring that concept of the ego as, as a mediator, uh, is, uh, is, uh, is, I think, I think important to lifelong, the, the lifelong learning construct and is, uh, it, you know, that, that strong ego is a decision-making, uh, is a decision-making tool. Uh, it is the part of your active uh, of of your active mind that's helping you make better decisions at all of the crossroads that 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 we face in in, in our in our life, and lifelong learning is all about choices, right? We we can choose uh, in most cases we can choose whether to take take this path or this path to learn this new skill or that new skill to then uh, become, I'm going, I'm going to become something that I, that I wasn't before. And having that strong ego is really important to be able to make the best choices possible so that, and in our next episode, we're gonna talk about continuous improvement so that we minimize waste. Right. So that we don't engage in learning opportunities that are not going to be in service of our ultimate North Star, our personal North Star and our, and our, and our personal goals. To just allow your whims to take you in many, many different directions without purpose uh, I, is, uh, is, uh, that, that's, that's, that's problematic and will lead to mental and potentially physical and, and certainly economic waste as you're bouncing all over the place. So a strong ego is going to allow you to make better decisions to uh, take the, the, you know, the path 
that is best for you uh, in that moment. For those of you paying attention, you just got a nice tease of the next episode coming up uh, about continuous improvement. We're going to get to that topic. We're going to close out this uh, first season of the Balancing Act podcast, which is, of course, helping to support Balancing Act, the book, but also uh, just the work Andy's doing uh, for corporate learning, but also just trying to help uh, you, uh, the managers and, and employees out there in the world, just better yourselves and continue to grow uh, in the roles that you have. Uh, and really make a difference in the companies you work for, the companies you founded, or, or whatever it might be uh, that you are managing out there in the world. If you are listening on a podcast app, we do appreciate it. Feel free to uh, leave a rating and a comment. Also do the same over on YouTube. Uh, we will continue this podcast in the future as well. So if there are specific topics that you want to hear, uh, feel free to leave a comment. Uh, or if there is a leader out there in the world you'd love to hear uh, Andy talk to about these topics, we'd love to hear about that as well. With that said, we are back with Episode 9, Ego and Continuous Improvement after this right here on The Balancing Act. <laughs>